A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM Yukaipa. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Top teams are tangoing. I'm Keith Irizarry, and number 14 Oklahoma State is taking it to number 8 TCU right now. Halfway through the second quarter, the Cowboys up 28-9. The other top-notch matchup, it's number 16 Florida State. They've got the ball, and they are up 10-3 with about a minute and a half to go in the first half. Earlier in the day, it was Penn State taking a one-point lead until Northwestern would drive the length of field, set up a kick. The snap, the placement, the kick by Jack Mitchell. On the way, the kick is good! And the Wildcats take the lead with nine seconds to go. 23-21. to 21. Nine seconds remaining. Dave Annette on Learfield Radio with the call. That would prove to be the game winner. Final Northwestern 23, Penn State 21. Despite four turnovers, Florida, a 43-yard field goal from Austin Harden. They get the 9-7 win over Vanderbilt. So the Gators clinch the SEC East title with that win. Number five, Notre Dame, no problems with Pittsburgh, 42-20. And Stanford dominated Colorado, 42-10. Another check of a game going on right now. Indiana just took the 17-14 lead over number nine, Iowa. The Hawkeyes are undefeated in the season. Second quarter, just about 45 seconds to go. Later this evening, it is number two, LSU. Number four, Alabama. And LSU head coach Les Miles understands what his team is walking into. Recognize that the venue size is, is significant. You know, this is going to be a, you know, another you know, place where there's going to be a lot of noise and a lot of fans. And some quick news from the NFL as the Giants have activated Jason Pierre-Paul to play this weekend. Remember to listen to NBC Sports Radio on your local station, online, and the mobile app. I'm Keith Irizarry. This is KCAA. Slam the door on fee pay. Forget everything you know about selling online because I'm here to tell you about a new and revolutionary way to buy and sell on the internet. BuySellMakeOffer.com is here to shake up the web. Tired of paying those outrageous fees? You'll never pay a fee with BuySellMakeOffer.com. For a monthly membership package starting at only $7.95, you can list and sell up to 50 items. That would cost you nearly 100 bucks with the other guys. Go right now to BuySellMakeOffer.com and sign up today. As the owner of my business, I wear a lot of hats. I'm accounting, sales, and so much more. But I don't know marketing. Let Dex Media be your marketing department. Our team can create a digital plan for you with everything from search to social. Contact Dex Media, that's D-E-X Media, to get found, get chosen, and get talked about. Whoa, that's a job for cleanup, which would be me. Call 844-230-3436 or visit DexMedia.com today. K-C-A-A Do you like cars, racing, adventure and speed, motorsports of any kind? If it has speed, high performance, or burns octane, there's a brand new show for you. Do you have 1030 weight in your blood, or are you running on 104 performance octane? Then gear up for a brand new show on KCAA called Gotcha Racing. Tune in Saturdays at 4 p.m. with host Joe Britt for news, interviews, and all kinds of stuff you can use about racing and the automotive world. Whether it's learning how to put spark plugs in or spark up your supercharger, Joe's got the answer for you. Ready, buddy? Ready? All right, Dan. Get it in! Gotcha Racing. Find out how Joe built the Stallion GT1 exotic sports car or hear the area's best experts on automotive questions. It's Gotcha Racing right here where we put you in the driver's seat and it doesn't stop till you cross the finish line. Saturdays at 4 p.m. right here on KCAA. It's Gotcha Racing. Well, see you later. Come on, guys, let's go. We found the problem with your car. Um, Turns out the uh, carburetor differential modulator is out. What? And while we were digging around in there, this thing fell off. 
stop. There's no automotive repair nightmares at Diego Martinez's Five Star Automotive in San Bernardino. Five Star Automotive, where you'll get a great experience and home of the $15.99 oil change. That's right, just $15.99. They specialize in transmissions, brake repair, AC, and many other repairs, all with a lifetime warranty on parts and labor. Diego knows when your auto needs five-star attention, it's never convenient. He offers a 12-month interest fee auto repair loan on major auto repairs with no money down. He even throw in free towing and a 10% discount for his neighbors in the 909 who work for the city and county of San Bernardino. Call 909-387-0770. That's 387-0770. Your neighbors at 909 West 2nd Street in San Bernardino. E-Digits. Lock them in for more information, recreation, and guaranteed fun. KCAA. And now it's time for the Mitch and Kathy Show, a brand new show about thought, your thoughts, the thoughts of others, but most importantly, a fun show that makes you think, a show with things that make you go, hmm. So with no further ado, no delays, no tricks, just straight ahead real people on real radio, here's the real Mitch and Kathy. Hello. I didn't know who was supposed to start. Was that you? <laughs> it's the real Mitch and Kathy, not the fake Mitch and Kathy. And no, this is Kathy. And this is Mitch. And we are so glad to be back. Uh, hello, Tybro family. Hello, Tybro family. You know we love y'all because we were going to take this week off and go to Charlotte and just hang out. <laughs> but we didn't do that. We said we got a radio show to do for our beloved followers. Absolutely. And here we are. Hi. Love y'all. Well, we so want to first do a shout out, uh, actually an announcement for our upcoming workshop that we're going to be doing on uh, November 21st. We're going to be at the Omni Charlotte Hotel. That's downtown on East Trade Street. And it is our end of the year celebration, uh, kind of a thing that we do every year at the end of the year. And we like to make it a lot of fun and, and give away a lot of things and just a, a big show of appreciation for all the support and love that we receive throughout the year. This year will be no exception. And we're going to do that on, uh, like I said, November 21st. It's going to start at 8.30 with a buffet breakfast and we're going to go up until 4 p.m. And we're actually going to do two different uh, workshops. We're going to start off the morning with Love, Sex, and Relationships and then we're going to start the afternoon with the new Emerald Tablets workshop. Looking forward to doing both of those. Uh, we have a great show for you today, but it is one of the shows that uh, might be a little heavy. And sometimes as leaders of the Tybro family and considered mother and father, parents have to have a talk with their children just to make sure that they understand the ins and outs of, uh, in this case, the spiritual world to make sure that you know that your actions do have somewhat consequences in your life. And today is no exception. We're going to do a show on abortion. Well, uh, as my beautiful wife said, we're doing um, a, a combined show in Charlotte, which is one of our favorite places to do. But this is going to be the last time that we do um a family sort of uh, show for all of our followers. And I wanted to announce that we're going to have for the very first time, my family members, my brother had come to the, one, of, one of the ones about a year or so ago, but this time my brother Dennis, my sister Beverly, my sister Linda, my sister's husband, my sister Linda's husband, Julius, and my great niece, Hannah, are all going to be there. Yay! So I want everybody, we're going to point them out. We're going to have them come up on the stage. They don't know this yet. <laughs> they don't listen to the radio show, so they're not going to know this. <laughs> but we're going to have them come up onto the stage. We're going to give them um, a special gift. And I want everybody just to give them a big hug and make them feel welcome. We have been doing seminars in North Carolina for 10 years. And we have invited our family members every year to our seminar. <laughs> this is the first time when they've said, okay, you're still doing them. I guess we'll come to this one. 
Well, it was wonderful having your brother Dennis there the last time. It, it was, was absolutely wonderful. Oh, Dennis's there. girlfriend is coming. Ayana will be there. All right. Well, so it's going to be some Gibsons up in the house. It's going to be Gibsons all over the place. Now, we're working on Kathy's family Well, that's going to take just a little bit of work, but I'm working on it. And I think I have my best friend is actually coming to the one we're going to do in February. Announcement on the February uh, workshop. Uh, probably at the workshop in uh, Charlotte. Uh, but I'm going to get my oldest sister, Jerry, and her husband to come. And we'll see about the rest of my family. They're they're getting a little bit more open. We'll see if we can't get them. I'm going to use your family as an example to make them fall. Oh, you know, use away. I'm going to use, use away. it so that they have, to, they have to come and support their sister. We have done, and I'm just going to say this and put it out there, we have done a lot of seminars in Phoenix. We started our seminars in Phoenix. Absolutely. And we did a lot of seminars in L.A. and that area. And should I say it? <laughs> Not a single member of that side of our family bothered to show up. Not a single person. No, what they do is they cook dinner for us after the seminar is over, but they won't show up to the seminar. We give them a free seat, we feed them, and they just won't come. I guess because they think we are heathens. Well... Well, 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 amen. 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 Don't get me into my brother Jimmy mode. <laughs> brother Jimmy has a whole sermon just waiting to be used one day. But we will talk about that on another day. We have a radio show that you can call in, 888-909-1050. And you can call in to listen, 832-999-1050. If you want to call in and just give our producer a break and just chill and listen and not say anything, uh, the bottom number, 832-999-1050, that's the number you use. So, Joe, we gave you that shout-out. And <laughs> if you want to call in to talk, interact with us, because we're hard to reach otherwise, 888-909-1050. And when we're in Charlotte, this is the opportunity of a lifetime to sit down and meet with us personally. It is. It is. But let's get back to the show for just a second. On the call-in number, and I'm, I'm talking to the men out there who are listening, our <laughs> Tybronian Talk, men, uh, I want you to use that number today because the show is really for you. I want this show to be more dedicated toward the men than women. We have talked about abortion with women before, and, and the men just kind of sit back, but you can't have a child that's being born or wants to be born without the help of both the male and the female. So the responsibility is on you both. And I want to hear from the men today. So if you're listening and this is a subject that is near and dear to your heart that you might have been involved in, may or may not have had a choice in the matter, but it still involved you, we want to hear from you today. Uh, abortion is... A very controversial subject this is one of the subjects that most people in politics hate to bring up because it causes so much friction on both sides of the of the discussion. And it's it's one of those things that either you're pro-choice, pro-life, or you're one of the people who want to uh, end the life because either whatever circumstances you don't feel that you can bring that child into the world. Well, we usually get, and I personally get a lot of uh, calls and emails about this subject. And it is uh, a difficult subject to talk to someone about. First of all, there's a lot of shame involved in abortions. And that keeps people from talking about something that is very delicate, uh, but a subject that is absolutely affecting the lives of the individuals who have to have an abortion in their life. And we find ways to uh, actually help the mother get through this. Uh, there was a ritual we did and put on a Facebook uh, probably two months ago. And a lot of people took advantage of the abortion ritual that we put up. In fact, I reposted it today on Facebook under the Live with Mitch and Kathy uh, page. And I want people after the show, if you, if you had an abortion or you know someone who's had an abortion, to refer them to that page so that they can take advantage of helping these young souls move on. They are really stuck in this plane, and they usually stick with the mother. The title of the show is The Spiritual Price of Abortion. And, you know, when you look at the statistics on abortion, over 40% of women have had an abortion. And those are the ones that are reported. Mm -hmm. When you look worldwide, it's probably more like 50, 60%. 
But if you look at the spiritual aspect of, of abortion, abortions didn't just start happening in our lifetime. They've been going on as long as there have been people, thousands and thousands of years, which means that if we reincarnate, and I believe that we do, every person listening to this show has been the victim of an abortion. We have all been aborted. We have all been part of an abortion at one time or another. And even in this lifetime, a lot of people listening, most people listening have been part of an abortion. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the spiritual price of an abortion, how it affects consciousness, how it affects growth, how it affects your body. And we're going to look at some of the things that we can do to begin to address and correct those things that are part of the price of something we feel like, well, if we get it done, then the pregnancy is done. Uh, that's not quite the case. So we're going to come back after our break. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back in a couple minutes, and we'll talk about the spiritual price of abortion. You're live with Mitch and Kathy on KCAA. Thank you so much for being with us. What is the Del Wamsley Radio Show? Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. You need to stop being dependent on a paycheck. All of these self-help motivational people, they wind you up like a little clock. Click, 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 And then they let you go. Boom. Who is the show about? I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Learn the secrets of building wealth from Del Wamsley. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to noon, right here on KCAA. Are you particular about the vitamins and supplements you take? Have you found that the big chain stores simply don't have what you need? Then you should know about the Vitamin Center of Agora Hills. You'll find rock bottom prices on gourmet top quality vitamins and mineral supplements at the Vitamin Center. Get 30% off on all supplements and homeopathic products. All, not just selected merchandise. In addition, you'll find 30% off on all cosmetics, soaps, shampoos, toothpaste, makeup, hair coloring, and lip gloss. And all tea products are discounted 20%. Why go anywhere else? See for yourself at the Vitamin Center of Agora Hills. Or check out the savings and place your order online. VitaminCenterAgoraHills.com Start saving by getting what you need from the Vitamin Center of Agora Hills. And tell a friend that the Vitamin Center ships nationwide. Call 818-707-0005. That's 818-707-0005. The Vitamin Center of Agora Hills. Down to Earth Talk, a show designed to inspire, encourage, build, and bring laughter to listeners. Down to Earth Talk, where we take everyday topics and issues and put them into practical, down-to-earth terms. Topics include relationships, parenting, finances, sports, and entertainment. That's Down to Earth Talk, Saturdays, 5.30 p.m., right here on KCAA, 10.50 a.m. And now it's time for more Mitch and Kathy on the yeah. Mitch and Kathy show right here on KCAA 1050 AM. Now here's Mitch and Kathy. Thanks. And now it's time for more Mitch and Kathy on the yeah. Mitch and Kathy show right here on KCAA 1050 AM. Now here's Mitch and Kathy. We are back and, um, we have, uh, I believe we have a caller who wants to participate. Yay, caller. You're live on the air with Mitch and Kathy. Please give us your name and where you're calling from. Hello? Hello. Hello. Yeah, how you doing? Good. How are you? If you fine, don't want to give fine. us your real name, um, you can say your name is Joe. From male perspective, like how does this actually affect men in terms of abortions? Uh, when I was 19 years old, I was in a relationship. She was 18 years old, and um, we made the choice. It was a struggle, but we made the choice to actually go through with it. So how does that affect me, per se, or just all men just in general? Well, the abortion is a spiritual choice as much as it is a physical choice. When a child comes into a person's life or to a couple's life, the child first chooses the father. That child will then enter into your aura and incarnate its energy into your sperm. Sometimes it will follow a man around uh, for months or even years before that man will basically impregnate a woman with the child. Women don't get pregnant by themselves. They need a man. There's a, a man involved in every abortion there is. 
So once a child, every pregnancy rather, once a child impregnates itself through the father into the mother, that child becomes your child. Now, the child will usually be carried for sometimes weeks to months before the decision about the abortion is finalized and acted on. And during that time, that child's energy will be transported from another dimension through the energy of both parents into the womb. And so that child will be built cell by cell until it becomes a functioning person with a heartbeat, a face, a body. And then the decision to abort comes. The decision to abort effectively terminates the life of that child inside the womb, but it does not terminate the connection between the child's energy and the parent's energy. As we said, the child will stay with parents weeks to months to years before the pregnancy. So after the pregnancy, that child will still be there. The child will usually try to get the parents back together to have another child usually try to incarnate that child back in the pregnancy. The child will also the child will also try to make sure that the pregnancy is part of a more stable relationship. They'll want the family to be more stable. More than half the time they are not successful in doing this and they get very angry. They will cause uh, the children or the child rather will try to cause difficulty in the parents' lives, starting with the male, for the problem of abortion. They may cause difficulty with other relationships in the future because they wanted the original mother to be their mother. They may not want your new choice to be their mother. They may cause money problems. They make so that you may have difficulty take, holding a job or making as much money as you want. They may cause health problems in the male. They may affect his prostate. They may cause him to be with women that will give him infections. They may cause the man to have emotional problems. They may cause the man to have difficulty being happy period. So over time, that child will cause the parents, starting with the male, a lot of emotional and sometimes physical problems because they're upset because of what we did to them. They consider it murder. They consider it killing. Those are some of the initial spiritual problems or side effects of having an abortion, especially if the child does not agree with the, pro agree with the process. Now, sometimes children recognize that abortion is necessary. They recognize that they're not going to be healthy if they're born. They recognize that sometimes the parents won't be healthy for them, so they are okay with it. That's probably about 15-20% of the time. 80% of the time plus, they're not okay with it. May, may I yes. ask, how's, how's your life been since you were 19 years old? Come again? May I ask how your life has been since you were 19? Uh, it's been a lot of ups and downs. In terms of relationship-wise, it hasn't been the best, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. Uh, some of the things the, uh, Dr. Gibson touched based on in terms of the problems that I may experience has happened. Mm -hmm. But I never really, I, I can't really say for sure that it's actually what caused it, because mm -hmm. it was so long ago. Because I'm looking at well over, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> have you have you had about, any children? But since how would then? I actually be able to contribute or attribute all the issues that I've had relationship-wise or physically to that that took place when I was 19 years old? Well, it might not be attributable directly to the child in total, but we can uh -huh. certainly say that that child is involved. Gotcha, gotcha. So I shouldn't completely negate that at all. I should actually take that into consideration that may be any reason as to why I've had such a hard time. When we did the ritual a few months ago, we did a, a general call to all our followers who have had abortions. And we have a lot of followers. We have thousands of followers. When we did that, there were tens of thousands of children waiting in this area that we prepared for them. Children of different ages, different sexes, different races, just waiting there. And I would say that of all the people who have had abortions, we were able to rescue probably about 90% of them and take them into a higher domain away from the physical world. But obviously, we have a, compared to the population of the world, we have a very tiny following. And so it made a dent in the problem, but it certainly didn't solve the problem. And we probably will need to make another call uh, in a similar fashion probably in the not-too-distant future. But from what I saw personally, a lot of these children just sit around waiting to be born. They don't want to go to different parents. They don't want to go into a different place. They want a life with the people that they chose. Okay. 
and it's funny that you you, you say that uh, that child might encourage or have some type of uh, input in wanting the mother or the the the, the, and the the original parents to want to have a child again. Because I remember at that point in time, she wanted we would like again we were teenagers. And for whatever reason, she just she wanted to have the child with me again. She wanted to go at it again. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I was more concerned about, you know, long term, which everybody should be, you know, at that age. Mm-hmm. And if you're 19 she, years old, you don't even know what you don't even know. Exactly. But it was kind of odd or strange that even after we came to the decision, because of those circumstances, that she was really adamant on doing, having a child with me. And that was the child's influence for sure. That child, the children will be definitely adamant about being reborn to those parents. And they will certainly work on one or both of you. Gotcha. Gotcha. I appreciate this information. Thanks again. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you so much for being brave and honest and talking about it. Yay. So congratulations for your honesty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, that is typical of what happens with uh, young people, especially young people who have abortions and not knowing anything as far as spiritual uh, complications or things that could happen in their life because of that choice. Uh, They go through life and they experience a lot of things and a lot of ups and downs, and they, they don't really understand why they can't move forward. Having a child in life, releases a certain amount of karmic energy into a person's to the family's life that creates a blessing energy, the potential for blessing. And each time you have a child, that blessing energy increases. If, however, you abort a child or you kill a child, there is a release of energy that is not a blessing energy. It's more of a, an energy related to darkness or negative potential. In that sense, The family suffers because of that. They have more difficulty getting a job. They have more difficulty uh, with health. They have more difficulty with legal issues. They have more difficulty uh, with relationship issues. That's because of the darkness released into the family, into the lives, because because of what happens in... The abortion. Mm-hmm. Do we have another caller? I believe we have another caller. So we'll take this caller and then we'll take a break. New caller, what is your name and where are you calling from? You're live with Mitch and Kathy on KCAA. Blessings, Mitch and Kathy. This is Thomas Shalar Walker. How Hi, Thomas. That, that's me. What's on your mind today, young man? Well, um, abortion, proper topic. Um, there is one, I heard the gentleman go on about something that happened when he was 19. Um, I also had a similar experience, uh, when I was 17, uh, Mm -hmm. with a young lady who was pretty much just a one night occurrence, uh, with someone who's the same age and, um, uh, she wound up having an abortion, but I have two sons later on in life, um, is it possible? I believe you heard you say that sometimes the children get mad uh, because the parents that they chose are not the ones that um, you wind up staying with. Mm-hmm. Well, so if you have a child you have, that you have difficulty with, with anger issues or behavior issues, and the child comes out from a very young age very angry with the parent, you might want to look at the certain situation that we're talking about. Sometimes, quite often, that child is the one that has come back successfully into your lives, but that child has an agenda at that point. Is there a child in your life like that? There's a child in my life that is is very fiery, if I could use that word. Um, when I play with him, he can be very, um, very rough, but he is, you know, he just got out of his terrible two stage, so I thought that's what it was. When you say fiery, you don't mean angry. Not really angry, just, you know, I would I would play with him, and he would play kind of rough. He would hit a lot, hit me a lot. Hits you a lot? hmm That's not common for a two-year-old to hit like that. Well, he's five now, and this was five, going on okay. when he was around four. 
Does he still hit? Uh, it's been calming down some. I haven't really been engaging him to play. Because of the hitting? Cause, yeah, because he can get rough, yeah. Has he ever talked to you about why he's so fiery? It's hard to actually get him to to uh, get on that topic. It's it's almost like, you know, once you get started, he has this little avoidance kind of uh, process by which his mom has tried to, you know, you know you're hurting mommy because sometimes he'll try and hit mommy. You know you're hitting mommy and then mommy will say, I'm getting angry and then say, I'm getting angry at you, mommy. That kind of avoidance where it's, He's not really addressing the answer to the question. Now, Thomas, you have an older son, correct? I do. Okay. So if, let's just assume that your youngest child was the aborted child. Now he has two reasons to be angry with you. First one is that he didn't get the opportunity to be your firstborn son. And then he was also aborted the first time he tried to get in. He was successful getting in the second time, but he might be holding some animosity towards you because he wasn't the very first one born to you. So it's going to take, you need to somehow sit down and talk with him. At, at four or five, he may still remember why he's harnessing all these ill will feelings all this fieriness that you're talking about, it does sound a little bit more like anger to me, but it, it uh, you know, it just depends on how he responds to you when you're with him. It is, it is, there's a technique that we have used in the past with some success. Okay, and what you can do, and we'll go into a more detail after the break, which is coming up pretty quick here. There's a, de there's a process that you can do, even if the child is asleep, and it's probably best to do while the child is asleep. And you can sit by their bedside and you can talk directly to their subconscious mind because most of the processes that go on in our thought are not conscious thoughts. Subconscious mind activity is 95% of what goes on in our brains. So we can take advantage of that subconscious activity and talk directly to that child's subconscious. We're going to take a break and we're going to give you that technique directly after the break. And you're live with Mitch and Kathy on KCAA, and our topic today is the price of abortion. Our call-in number, just to listen, is 888-909-1050. That's if you want to participate, but if you want to call in and just be passive, 832-999-1050. And we'll be right back with you after the break. Hey, this is Steve Sanchez, and do you know in 2007, I went off to the doctor for a basic checkup, and he informed me, Steve, you got plaque built up around your heart, and you're going to need stents. I informed him, with no offense, doc, I need a second opinion. I go off to a naturopathic doctor, and he introduces me to something called Zango. It's a juice made of the whole mangosteen fruit. You know, the mangosteen fruit has been used for centuries for healing. So, hey, what do I have to lose? I tried it. Three months later, I go back to my cardiologist, no plaque, no stents, and I'm proud to say seven and a half years later, I'm stent. Free. I want to turn you on to Zango because it's the only true 100% mangosteen fruit juice. It's patented. In fact, the Mayo Clinic is paying attention because they're doing an extensive study because they cannot ignore all the testimonials around the world. I want to give you a free sample of the Zango juice today. Simply call 888-309-5656. That's 888-309-5656 for your free mangosteen juice sample today from the company called Zango. Are you tired? Are you tired of being tired? Do you hate your job? Do you feel like you're on a hamster wheel and want to jump off into balanced living? Then tune in every Thursday at 7 p.m. for Take My Advice. I'm not using it. Get balanced with Dr. Marissa. It's a show about hope and how you can be happy 88% of the time. So there's no CNN, constantly negative news, no gossip, no scandal, and no K-words, no Kardashian talk. Instead, 
you will hear callers ask Dr. Marissa, also known as the kinder, gentler Dr. Laura, for advice about love, hate, money, jobs, sex, and what to do next. So join me every Thursday at 7 for Take My Advice, I'm Not Using It, Get Balanced with Dr. Marissa on KCAA AM 1050 NBC News Radio. This is Dr. Marissa, also known as the Asian Oprah, signing off until then. Peace in and peace out. And now, it's time for more Mitch and Kathy on the Mitch and Kathy Show, right here on KCAA, 1050 AM. Now, here's Mitch and Kathy. We are back and are talking about the spiritual price of abortion. Thomas, I hope you're still on the air. I am. Great. Hi. There's a technique that we promise, and let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, I want you, when you're with your son and he's sleeping... Let him be asleep for at least an hour or two so that we know that his consciousness has already sunk down into at least REM state. And I want you to sit down with him and tell him about what happened. He remembers it subconsciously, but I want you to remind him about it um, so that you can bring the information closer to the surface. Remember, he's going to be asleep. He's going to be asleep for at least two hours. And then I want you to tell him that you're going to apologize for what happened. Apologize for the decision, apologize for the thought process that went into it, and apologize for yourself and for his biological mother at that time. And let him know that he is loved, that he is wanted, and that his pain and his anger related to his abortion, he can let that go. He needs permission to let it go. He needs to know that you remember and if you do this a couple, three or four times, you will find that his feistiness, his fieriness, his wanting to hit you will start to come down. We have done this with a number of children, a number of parents, and they find that it works remarkably well. Mm-hmm. We work primarily with the subconscious mind in this because at the age of four or five, they're not very verbal. They're not going to be able to engage you in the type of psychotherapy process. And and psychotherapy was my specialty when I was a psychiatrist. I was trained in uh, psychodynamic psychotherapy and psychoanalytic psychotherapy. So I know quite a bit about that. You're not going to be able to do that with a five-year-old. There are some child therapists, child analysts that specialize in that, but this is not the type of process we're talking about. This is a subconscious process whereby you speak to that child's deep mind. And when you do it right, if you do it frequently enough, it may take, you know, six or seven sessions, but usually it takes about three or four. You will see a wonderful change in that child's behavior. That child will treat you better. They will not be as angry because they still remember. And they, they may have, there may have been more than one abortion we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. But they still remember. They still get angry. They still get upset. And they want to have a process whereby they can forgive you and let it go. And if you do this, I'm telling you, it will work miracles. Mm. Okay. During this time, can you, is it a good time to also maybe say uh, any types of positive reinforcement to maybe even lead them towards spirituality? Or mm. would you just recommend doing this? Not just yet. This should be a straight-up mea culpa. I'm sorry, we didn't want this. This is something that was unfortunate. We were too young, etc. You're talking to a child, but that child has a deeper mind that can understand you at whatever level you choose to communicate with it. We want to make this a straight mea culpa until you hear and see the child's behavior change. That way we'll know that child has processed what you have said. Mm-hmm. You may see some grieving. You may see some crying. You may see a slight escalation in the behavior. Keep talking to them. That should subside over time. You mean like just random crying? Um, when you start talking to them in this way, you may see them start to grieve. They may get more upset. They may get more angry. Keep talking and that will subside. Gotcha. So keep talking to them during the subconscious time when you sleep and just be observant when he's awake for this type of crying. Does that mean right. it's, it's... That way you'll know that you've reached them. And that's actually not a bad sign. And also, Thomas, make sure you talk to to his mother so that she knows what you're doing. 
and, and to be on yeah. the lookout for the behavior changes. If his mother is open spiritually, it would be a wonderful thing for her to do. Some, a lot of women are not that open spiritually, so it makes it more challenging. But if she, if she could do that, that'd make it even that much better. Okay. Now, one quick question. I'll, I know you always got those quick question requests, and it winds up being a long question, but this is truly a quick question. If I don't do this, will this anger keep going on? Probably. Or will it Okay. Okay. All right. This is excellent stuff as usual. I am very thankful of you both. Oh, you're welcome. I am so behind. Go ahead. Thank you for thank calling, Thomas. Thank you so Thomas. much. We got two other callers. Yes. We need to go to them, but thank you so much for calling in. We look forward to seeing you soon. I'll be in Charlotte. Okay. okay. Big hug coming. All right. All right. Bless, bless. I believe we have another caller. We'll take the next caller, Joe, and we're, you're live on the air with Mitch and Kathy. Please state your name if you'd like and where you're calling from. Hello? Hello. Hello. You're live on the air with Mitch and Kathy on KCAA. Hey, how's it going? Um, Master Teachers, how y'all doing? This is Scott Thomas from the Subcon family. I'm calling from the planet Brooklyn. Thank you for calling in from the Subcon family. Hi, Scott. Hey, how you doing, Mother Kathy? Good. Good. Um, this this topic really touched home because, um, you know, I, I have a couple of questions. Um, I know when I was younger, like early 20s, I did get caught up with a young lady, and she did get pregnant. And neither one well, of she us did just get was pregnant. ready you for that. Pregnant. <laughs> Scott. Huh? Huh? You see, to just get pregnant, you got her pregnant. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it took to the tango. <laughs> So, you know, it was, you know, we had fun, but, you know, she had gotten pregnant and um, she did get an abortion. And then there was another young lady that, honestly, I didn't want her. With the first one, I was really nonchalant about it, like, you know, do what you're going to do. It was stupid of me at the time, but, you know, at that particular time, I was in that frame of mind. But with the second one, I honestly wanted her to keep the, keep the child, and it got real deep into the pregnancy before she actually even aborted. And, you know, I, I was really against that. Fast forward now, my wife and I, we've been, neither one of these women, honestly, I don't know where they are right now. Um, physically, mentally, spiritually, I don't know. But um, my wife and I, we have two boys now, and Zachariah is our oldest. And he's on a spectrum of autism. I just, I know with him, I, I noticed the change with him when he got that MMR vaccination, but that's a whole other topic. But our youngest was born, Aaron, he's eight, and he was born with Dandy Walker malformation. Now, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, listening to the show, it got me thinking, like, I'm, I'm not sure if either one of those babies or, you know, both of those babies, souls was, you know, still here or, if it affected me to a point where, you know, when I did impregnate my wife with the second one, something, if, if for lack of a better phrase, like my mom, my grandmother would say, something in the milk ain't clean. You know, so I'm just, you know, calling to find out. How old are your children? Um, Zach is 11 and Aaron is 8. How long Zach ago is the abortion? on the spectrum of autism, and Aaron has dandy walker malformation. He doesn't walk, he doesn't talk, but he is vocal, and he's mobile. He'll crawl around where you need to go, and, you know, he'll scream down the wall to Jericho. And, um, you know, I love him. He's the strong. Both of them, I love them both, you know, but Aaron is, like, honestly the strongest person that I think I know in the world. This dude is, you know, and I'm not talking physical strength. I'm just talking determination. Mm-hmm. So he really isn't able to do very much. He is. He's limited. He does have his. He does have his difficulties. You know. He doesn't. Like I said, he doesn't walk. He doesn't talk. But if he wants to get somewhere, he'll get up on his hands and knees and crawl the way he wants to crawl to. If he wants something, you know, he'll let you know he wants it. He's, he's vocal, but he's not verbal. How late term was the abortion? The first one, it was like. Oh, I'm pregnant. A word? What you going to do about that? <laughs> it was like, mm -hmm. Boom. That was like kind of really quickly. But the second one, I want to say that was like 
as far as it can go before they said, no, we can't do that. Because they had to actually put some sticks in her to dilate her. She was showing and everything. I want to say maybe four or five months. And I was really adamant on her not doing that because at the time, at that particular moment in my life, I was about to, I was just waiting for the phone call to start working with the housing authority. And after she got the abortion, it was like, I got the call two months later. So it was like patience, you know, but the second one, it was like, as far as she can go, maybe before they was able to say, no, nah, you can't do that, you know, because they put some sticks on her to dilate her and everything. And I was against it, you know, from when she brought it up. Oh, I think I want to no, no, no. I was very much against that because, you know, I went through it already and I knew I kind of felt bad with my nonchalant attitude with the first one. But honestly, the first one was really having fun. So when that happened, it was like, ah, I didn't want no ties with this young lady. And she was, she felt the same way with me. But, you know, with the second one, we were together for a while. We were like together for a couple of years prior to the pregnancy actually happening. And then, you know, she already had a daughter coming out of a relationship, blah, blah, blah. She just did, it was about what pe- her perception of what others was going to think of her. And I was like, yo, forget what they're going to think about you. I'm already taking care of this one. You know I'm going to take care of both. But, you know, she opted to do what she... I couldn't really say no, because, one, that's her body. So, you know, I had to respect her decision. But when she asked me, you know, she got from me, nah, don't do that, don't do that. And when she did get it done, it was like, honestly, I didn't even want to go... I didn't even go with her to get it done. She had to bring a friend of hers to, you know, come bring her home and all that. I was that tight with, you know, her decision. The later that a child is in the womb before an abortion, the more malformations that child is going to have when that child is reborn. The child that you're speaking of was five months. That's it. That's very late term. Um, and there are many states, many places where you can get abortions uh, even later than that, but we, we won't even go into that. But five months is very late term. So if that child tries to come back, I mean, there are five-month children that have been able to live in, you know, outside and be born. Uh, my brother, uh, my youngest brother, was five and a half months when he was born. He had to be in an incubator for a while, but he, was, he is a person now. So what you're looking at is a child that was aborted extremely late term, and a lot of places won't even allow that legally. But when they were reborn, they're likely to have malformations, and unfortunately... I think you're living proof of the possibility that this is what happened. I'm not saying definitely, but there's a strong likelihood that that's what you're looking at. Malformations Mm -hmm. due to late-term abortion and then the subsequent rebirth of the child. Mm. I am so so sorry. You know, I'm kind of (laughs) stuck. When I say that, I mean... Should I just do the same thing that you um, suggested to the brother Thomas? Just, you know, wait till Aaron is asleep a couple of hours and then go into his room and, you know, I'm gonna give apologize, you a different explain practice. the situation? I'm going to give you a little bit different practice. Because this is a little bit more, I mean, not that both aren't serious, but this goes a little bit further in severity than the last case that we talked about. I want to give you a prayer that we have called the Prayer of Greater Miracles. And I want you to memorize that prayer. And I want you to say that prayer over your son as he sleeps. It forgives the karma, and it also helps erase some of the negative density or darkness that surrounds his soul that causes it, because there's something going on with your son's karma that caused this problem as well. There are two sides to this karma. Of course, the karma of his parents, but also the child has karma from other lives, and we don't know what he might have been part of. The Prayer of Greater Miracles will help with that. And it's on our website. The, the name of it is the Nisa Vijaya Durrani. I want you to memorize that. And I want you to say that over your child for 40 days straight after you memorize it. Not before, but after. Okay. Are you familiar with that prayer, Scott? Uh, what's the prayer again? I'm sorry. It's called the Prayer of Greater Miracles on our website, but it is the actual Usnisa Vijaya Durrani. Is the name oh, of the prayer. I know what you're talking about. I got it up on my altar. That was one. I, I printed it out and framed that up along with the Anna Bacoa. 
So part of you knew that that prayer was going to be necessary. So that's good insight on your part. Okay. But it's really important that you memorize the prayer because once you have a a prayer that's powerful like the Usnis of Ajayadarani, then that becomes part of your soul. And then you're uh, saying that over your son. So there's a, a greater connection between you and the power of the prayer. Mm. Okay. I will be on it now. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling. And we're so sorry uh, about your well, son. And- thank, thank you for taking my call. Don't, you know, it is what it is. I, I wouldn't say you have to apologize for it. It's just, you know, the cards that was dealt. I played I play the hand, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I played the hand. Okay. That's true. That's very, very wise and very mature of you. Well, we have to take another break, and uh, we'll be back in about a minute or two. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Hi, this is Reverend E.C. Tune in to New Life Open Doors Radio Live, Sundays from 8 to 10 a.m. We discuss topics regarding your spiritual needs first and your physical. Also, while showing you how God can bless your financial needs, you also can watch us on Charter Cable on Sunday mornings at 9.30 on Channel 181 at 6.30 p.m. in the San Gabriel Valley area. And you can catch us on demand. Just click on Local Interest, then Faith, and lastly, click on New Life Open Doors or NLOD. Join me Sundays here from 8 to 10 on KCAA. 1050 AM. What have I learned so far? I've learned that there is no one path that's right for everyone. I've learned that without my high school diploma, I can only do so much. My options were limited. I found a free personalized learning program with Learn for Life that is a flexible schedule so I could keep my job while earning my high school diploma. I found new career training opportunities that would jumpstart my future. What have I learned so far? I've learned that I can change my life. Are you 14 to 19 years old and looking for a free high school diploma program with flexible meeting times? This program allows you to keep your job or important family responsibilities while earning your high school diploma. If you've fallen behind on credits or dropped out of school completely, get back on track with free tutoring, a caring faculty, and one-on-one attention. For more information on how to reach your graduation goal, visit learnforlife.org. That's L-E-A-R-N, the number four, L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Or in Enroll today by calling 877-360-LEARN. That's 877-360-LEARN. Switch Reels Gospel Hour is a show designed to enhance our lives spiritually, mentally, and musically. I'm your host, Elisa. Join us for the fun of learning every Saturday from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on KCAA 1050 AM and 106.5 FM. And now, it's time for more Mitch and Kathy on the Mitch and Kathy Show, right here on KCAA, 1050 AM. Now, here's Mitch and Kathy. We're back. Thank you so much for coming back in with us. And we believe we have two callers, and I think these two callers will take us to the end of the show. So, caller, we'll take number one, Joe. Hello? Hello. Yes, hello, Hi. Hi. Um, hi. This is Cynthia Champion from calling in from Virginia. Hi, hi Cynthia. Cynthia. Hey. Um, what if you have custody of a child and you're not certain if the parents had previous abortions prior to his birth, but he's showing a lot of psychological uh, problems, um, like to fight. Um, very mischievous, uh, pretty much all over the place. He loves to be held like a baby, you know, like, you know, you pick him up and be like, you know, talk babies to him and everything. But um, as a guardian, it's not, I, he's my nephew, but uh, someone else in the family has custody of him. What can mm-hmm. a guardian do on behalf for that child? Well, how old is the child? He's five. He's five years old. And he's uh, a family member's child? Yes, he's my nephew's child. He's your nephew's child? Yes. And did they give him up at birth or after a few years with them? Well, he's 
incarcerated right now. His mother, she's ha- she has mental issues, uh, and uh, someone else in the family took custody of him. And, um, you know, he's pretty stable right now. They have him on medicine, which is something I don't like. But me as an aunt, um, I see, I kind of like see what's going on, but as far as how to fix it, uh, any suggestions? Because his he don't have access to his mother nor his father. He speaks to his father on the phone, but of course he's not. Um, I don't know, but well, it sounds like uh, there are mental issues here that are related, probably to psychiatric illness, both on his part and his parents' part. It's also possible that with that history of psychiatric illness, there may have been abortions that we just don't know about. It also is possible that there may be drugs and or alcohol involved in this. So this is a bit more complex than just a simple uh, consequence of abortion. It may be that there are a number of factors here, mental illness, uh, personality difficulties, drug and alcohol, antisocial uh, tendencies. All of this has probably gone into this child's behavior. As far as for a simple solution, um, I don't think we're going to be able to give you one. This is, this is a complex case with complex uh, dynamics that would need to be addressed individually. What I could say is that you could put him on your altar, mm-hmm. put his parents on your altar, and make offerings and ask the gods to show mercy for whatever they did to draw these energies toward themselves. This is a case where we're going to need mercy and help from the gods themselves. You can also uh, say the uh, Usnisa Vajaya for him. Uh, and do you know that by heart, Cynthia, the Usnisa Vajaya? I know two-thirds of it. I'm almost there. <laughs> You're almost there? Yeah. Well, up, up until the time you memorize it, you can say the Usnisa Vajaya for 40 days straight and 21 times a day, even if you have to read it, and have your your child in mind and uh, say it for him. Just dedicate the prayer to him every day for 40 days, 21 times a day. And it doesn't have to be 21 times in a row. It's just as long as you get 21 times said in a day, that would be great. And that would be helpful to have that kind of energy connected and set for the child. And as a guardian, that's really the most that you can do other than putting them on your altar because there's a lot more going on than we can see right now. Thank you so much for calling in, Cynthia. All right. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you. Just a quick word. The amount of effort and energy we put into helping ourselves and others is noticed by the forces and the powers that run this world. The gods and goddesses, the creator, notice how much effort and energy and money we spend on helping ourselves. If we go around demanding from the gods and from the creator that something be fixed with no effort put on our part, They know that we're asking that. They know that, well, you have effort, you have human energy, why don't you do something? It's important that we do the best that we can to help ourselves, no matter what the situation is. Mm -hmm. So we got one more caller. We'll go ahead and take that one caller, and I think we're going to be out of time. Already? Wow. So we have one more caller. You're going to be live on the air with Mitch and Kathy. What is your name and where are you calling from? Would that be me? That would be you. Hi, this is Mia Meche. I am calling from Florida. Hi, Master Anasarius. Hello. Um, hi. Um, I actually have two questions, but if we only have time for one, that's fine. We'll probably have time I for did... one. I'm sorry? We'll probably have time for one. Okay. So I did the abortion ritual Uh, a couple months back, and I actually had to do it over because I had some trouble the first time with the wind. Mm -hmm. And the second time, um, when I released it, the wind actually took the ashes before they had finished burning. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was, when I was burning them by the river, there was a current that day Mm -hmm. and the wind actually took it. And so it went into the water before all of the, the paper finished burning and so I wanted to know if that was okay or you could if it, that you meant... You could do it again. That child's spirit was involved in that. Okay. And it didn't want to let you off the hook too easy. Okay. It sounds like from what you're saying that there were difficulties with that relationship and the abortion and the child didn't want to let go just then. Okay. 
Were there is difficulties there that you can remember from the abortion when the relationship, usually there are, otherwise it wouldn't be an abortion. Were there extenuating circumstances that you, that you can call, you recall? Um, it, it was, it was a stressful time because I was in, in grad school at the time and, and I was a little bit older, but the relationship was not healthy and we ended up breaking up and I later found out that the circumstances un, under which I got pregnant may have not been, uh, what I thought it was, meaning I may not have gotten pregnant the way that I thought I did. Hmm. How do you mean? There may have been some, some foul play involved um, when I was unaware. So so that may be why the child didn't want to let go so easy. It wanted you to contemplate that and be very clear about what you're doing. I would go ahead and repeat the ritual again, but ask the child's forgiveness for the circumstances surrounding its conception before you do it. Okay. Immediately before you do it, just get on your knees and ask the child's forgiveness. Okay. Have you had a child since then? No, but um, my husband and I are at the point where we're trying now. Um, so that child may be the reason that you have difficulties. So we're going to have to, we thank you so much for calling in. We're going to have to run. Our time is up. But we thank everybody for calling in. This is an important topic. Very. And uh, we may continue this next week, but you are live with Mitch and Kathy. Thank you so much, everybody, for calling in. And we will be back next week, same time. Thank you so much. And have a good week. Bye-bye, everybody. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. A huge game for number one. I'm Jason. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online, so any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore, so we're calling for a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online, so any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore, so we're calling for a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com.